This is Internet Marketing. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 192 of Internet Marketing, brought to you by Site Visibility at sitevisibility.com. Hello, I'm Kelvin Newman. And I'm Andy White. <laughs> and in today's show, it's a, it's a show full of tools, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, um, I'm going to see how many I can squeeze in for the our, internet. Yeah, see how many I can squeeze into our 15-minute um, sort of episode that we've got planned today. Um, are these general tools, or are they specific to an yeah, area? I mean, I think that they're kind of, it's kind of that, uh, hopefully they're all time-saving, is one of those, uh, you know, the overlying theme in them. But they're kind of social content marketing sort of tools if that makes sense proceed with the first tool yes. mr newman well the first of those tools is actually one we touched upon in the previous episode um which is called do share um i, I do find that uh, name slightly dodgy yeah it sounds like you're saying a rude word until I, you realize that you've said two words okay i, I wouldn't like to even go down that route enough said yeah, Carry enough on. said um so yeah Basically, the, it's a Chrome plugin. Um, it's available, like, it's got a really stupidly long um, URL, but if you go to bit.ly, uh, so bit.ly slash do share, you'll be able to, to go um, straight to that. And essentially, it's a plugin for Chrome that allows you to schedule Google Plus updates. So it's not very easy to do that. There are a couple of tools out there, kind of like... You know, um, that allow you to do that, but this is now, one of the easiest on. and Google free. Google try and stop that by making the API not friendly well, to. Yeah, I mean, it's not Google's preferred way of doing it because they prefer people to be manually entering mm. stuff. Because the logic is, if you had to type it in manually, then it is going to do that. Now, what this doesn't do is it isn't a kind of you can set it up so whenever your RSS feed um, hits publish, it will automatically pump it into Google Plus. That's not what DoShare does. What DoShare allows you to do is when you are making an update. Um, choose when it publishes and it's a Chrome plugin so to the extent that your computer has to be online and Chrome has to be open at that point in time uh, for it to work I'm with it, I'm with but it. all it essentially does is like you hit publish now but that doesn't go through until the point in time at which you so said it just would. delays the posting yeah. basically yeah so that's no good if you're kind of you know you're going to be on a plane and your computer's going to be closed down and you want to schedule something while you're in the air but if it is a kind of actually I've got I've just read these five great articles and I think I want to share all of them on Google Plus but if I do them all now that's going to overwhelm everyone's feed so actually I'd prefer to do one now one in four hours time another one tomorrow and th- that type of scheduling or actually I've shared this thing um, promoting a product of mine now it'd be good if I could give it a nudge again in a week's time that mm. type of scheduling so okay. it's very very good for that there as well um, so yeah it does you know pretty much everything that you would do within Google Plus but just you can schedule it to go in a, you know a future point in time it's not um, enterprise standard and sometimes can be a little bit flaky but I think for most of us which is just we want to like make it a little bit easier to say actually I've got this great thing I want to share but it's you know seven o'clock at night. I really ought to wait till office hours for all that. You can schedule it, and it'll go out at nine o'clock that following morning. As really long as your computer switched on, yeah, and Chrome's turned. What on. about if you if you um, um, uh, exit Chrome and then come back in again? Does it remember? Yeah, it remembers all those oh, bits. Cool. Okay. Perfect. Um, next up is Pinalytics, which was actually launched, and I think we've touched upon this in previous. I episode. think we mentioned it before. Yeah. It was launched at the last Brighton SEO. And essentially um, what Pinalytics is, is an analytics tool for Pinterest. Um, and essentially it allows you to track and evaluate and measure 
um, interactions with a piece of content on Pinterest. Um, so it's really, really good for kind of stuff that you might have previously done manually. So if you're doing any kind of uh, Pinterest campaign, you're going to want to report on how many pins you've had, how many repins you've had, and, and all this type of you know interaction that happens on uh, Pinterest. Now, Pinalytics just a relatively simple piece of software that allows you to report upon that. So if you're at all considering Pinterest, use Pinalytics because I don't think you can successfully do a social media campaign if you're not trying to measure it. Um, so definitely worth exploring on that front as well. Um, next up on my list is actually a tool called Slipstream. Um, now, again, basically it's... Um, do you ever have this problem, Andy, where there's too many people tweeting on Twitter for you? And it's just too busy, you know, a bit overwhelming, the kind of flow of the number of people are doing it. Yes, Potentially yeah, around, all the time. Particularly with... Um, all the time, Calvin. Yeah. I'm following too many people. Uh, and particularly around potential topics that just are not of interest. So it might be a conference people are attending, or yeah. X Factor, or a sporting event, or all of this And you stuff think, why, why am I following this person? Yeah. I'm not interested in what they do. Yeah, but maybe like... 50% of their tweets are really good for you, but it's the other 50% mm. that isn't. So what Slipstream does is it's no good if you're using a um, app to access Twitter. But what, again, it is, it's a plugin that you can use that kind of allows you to, um, you know, kind of concentrate on and turn off certain um, hashtags or certain topics. What does it plug into? Is it Chrome? Chrome. Yeah. Oh, it's another yes, Chrome yes. plugin. Oh. So essentially there, it's again one of those ones that just sort of like makes life potentially a little bit easier to deal with by kind of removing some of the clutter of tweets that you know aren't going to be useful for you ahead of time. Um, next up on my list is Ift. Have you used if? Oh, I've heard if, of it. If yeah. this, then that. Yeah, that's they, what they stole my idea because I was going to do smart threads and then they stole it. Ah, it was all my idea. Sue man. They nicked it. No, I'm too nice to sue. Oh, okay. I don't want to sue them. Yeah, it's probably really cool. Just you know, fish out the pattern when they get really big. Yeah. 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 yeah, smart threads are still <laughs> languishing in my development directory. Ah, oh, there you go. Well, basically, if this, then that um, is kind of it's built for kind of to give people who can't code some of the functionality that someone who could code might be able to mm. knock up. So basically it allows you, it's all about triggers and kind of results. So basically it would say, if I tweet a photo, update, you know, download it uh, to my um, Dropbox. Mm. Or um, it doesn't play as friendly with Twitter because, you know, Twitter's making all their API changes. So it's a little bit more complicated than perhaps it would have been. But it can be things like if I upload a photo to Instagram also upload it to tumblr or you know if i upload a if i you know put a link on tumblr add it to my delicious that sort of type mm. of thing that you can do so you really want to have a play with it because Powerful. each individual ones you're going to want to do it but it's kind of quite clever um and most people seem to be using it if someone follows me on twitter spam them but you know <laughs> that's hence why that um the twitter stuff is kind of being tailed back a bit but it's a really interesting just out of interest have these guys got is it paid or free have they got business model I don't know what the business model is actually to be Mm. honest Um, there you go always a worry if this then that Um, next up is a tool again we interviewed the founder of this tool a couple of months ago um, called EdgeRank Checker Um, and it's a great sort of social um, Facebook um, analytics package a bit like Pinalytics but you know more involved more powerful um, and specifically for Facebook now I debate, and I, you know, we have. I had this discussion with Chad, the founder, that Edge Rank Checker doesn't really check Edge Rank of an individual piece, but it kind of aggregates up and that type of thing. But it's still a very, very useful tool that allows you to understand which of your content had the most exposure, which are the best times of day to be able to, you know, schedule your content, 
are there general trends in your content being more or less popular in the way that people interact with it? So potentially in terms of, I think it might not give you an edge. If you're looking to get a score of your edge rank, um, you're going about it the wrong way. But if you want to learn about the content you are doing, what's working well and trying to use that to inform to go forward, edge rank checker is a really good way of doing that. Um, next up on my list um, is StumbleUpon Paid Discovery. Uh, can I hazard a guess? This is some sort of addition to Stumble, the StumbleUpon yeah. service. Yeah, and essentially it's a um, advertising uh, platform, which people don't often talk about on social media. They'll sometimes maybe talk a little bit about Facebook advertising or maybe a little bit on LinkedIn. But quite often what people have done is you've produced this great content, um, but for whatever reason, it's not really taken off socially. And mm. it, that happens. But if you spent like three or four days working on a great piece of content that just hasn't taken off socially... You can't just bin it, right, and go, okay, well, never mind. That's You've got to try and do something to get that started again. And some paid social traffic can be a really good way of doing that. Now, mm-hmm. what StumbleUpon does really, really well is it doesn't cost a lot. And basically, all you do is you pay for 100 people to visit your content. And the hope is that those 100 people will give it a thumb up on StumbleUpon, which then starts to send it natural traffic as well. Mm. So... Um, so it gives you a bit of a boost. Yeah, it gives you a boost. Um, and I don't think like you want to be doing that for all of your social content because the whole point of social is that it should be free, in inverted commas, traffic. Mm. Um, but if you're not getting that free traffic for a bit of content, you think that just needs a little bit of a nudge, you know, just a few more people to see it, to begin that process of it getting seeded. Stumble upon paid discovery is a really good way of doing that. Um I love this one. Next up is Social Bro. <laughs> social Bro. Uh, which is kind of, it's a Twitter plugin. And I'll be honest, there are elements of Social Bro that absolutely do my nut. Like their email, like I've tried to unsubscribe about 17 million times and they're still emailing me all the time. But it is really, really good for understanding a number of things about your followers, about, you know, your friends and all this type of thing. The thing I found most interesting is the, the kind of best time to tweet. So I can log in and it will tell me the best time to tweet in the next 24 hours is three o'clock. How does it work that out? Because it's looking at all your followers and and best here is kind of perhaps a little bit sleight of hand. They're saying, when are most of the people you're, follow, you're being following by f- tweeting, if you see what I mean? Mm. So there's an argument that oh, that's, that's really the busiest clever. time that... So sometimes, actually, the argument you don't want to be tweeting at the busiest time because that's when you're going you to get lost, in the, get lost in, the, in the feed. Yes, in the But forest. the logic is that if people are tweeting, it does mean they're definitely on the site, so there's a greater likelihood that they're actually, you know, responding to mm. that. And I also say the best time to tweet this week, you know, um, you know, all this, all this type of thing that's really, really good as well. Um, so, yeah, a pretty good tool there. I'm going to check social bro out. It's, yeah, it's kind of free to get started there as well. Um another one we talked about this a little bit in the last episode but it's facebook um have and i'll tell you the url but we'll put it in the show notes so it's developers.facebook.com forward slash tools forward slash debug and that's essentially a debugger um for um the open graph that we talked about so the Uh, technology that we talked about there and open graph if you missed the previous show it's essentially a um a kind of meta markup language um that allows you to say this is um this type of content is a website or it's a video or and the title of the page is the language is the description is the snippet you should take and here's the photo and all of these types of things that if you don't have set the facebook and google plus and linkedin will make assumptions and sometimes those assumptions are wrong mm. so they might pull through one of your adverts as the main image mm. and if you you know 
or it might you know it'll pull through the advert people say well that advert isn't the image that should go with this they hit the cross and then you've got a text link rather than a text and image link you know if you'd have had that image set up properly or all kinds of different potential oversights that that um that if you've got the code implemented properly you can resolve i wonder if any of the big um content management systems like wordpress have got plugins that i I would imagine so i don't know of any um but yeah it it is a kind of it could be done on a templated basis it could could be i I bet there is yeah i mean almost almost certainly but it's the kind of you probably want to even with those plugins you probably want to still use the debugger debugger. yeah make sure you're using it properly yeah um and um my second to last tool is that and this isn't really a tool but it's something you can do that you might not know but um if you go to google image search um it's possible to put in the url of a image or um to um potentially um upload an image and it will search the net for other instances of that exact same image um, so you can look at like so like I could do it with my profile picture and see where I've got profiles online or if you've produced an infographic you could upload that to see where people might have written about your infographic but not used it or where people have used photos of yours but not credited you um, or even just to kind of like keep track of where stuff's being shared that's mm-hmm. visual so that's kind of like it's not going to be a life-changing tool but it just is if ever you've had to try and track down an image that you've produced online mm-hmm. um, but you know the file name's changed how do you do that? This will allow you to do that. That's clever stuff. And my final one is it's not... See, it's like I've been around for absolutely years, this, and I kind of often forget that I use it, but it saved me so much time in the past. It's called Packratius. So and the dot .us is the yeah, .us. Yeah, so it's packratty.us, sorry. Mm. And essentially, it's a plugin for Twitter that allows you to automatically bookmark links that you've tweeted. So I've got my setup with Delicious, right? Mm. So what that means is without any effort whatsoever... Everything I've, every link I've ever tweeted is bookmarked on my Delicious account, which is good. Do you know, I'd forgotten about Delicious. Yeah, yeah. But what's really handy for that, because it, so what this then solves is like, oh, I remember I shared that Twitter link about how to do, you know, how to implement Rel Author, but I can't remember which blog it was on, mm. um, you know, or, you know, or that was a real great tool that told me what the best time to tweet was, but I can't remember what it was called. Mm. Um so I can then go to Delicious. It's got all of the links that I've shared on Twitter, and I can then search within that, which limits it in some way. Now, it's still, like if you've got no idea of the title and no idea of the author, it's going to be tricky. But you're kind of, instead of searching the whole web, you're just searching those that you've shared previously, which, you know, when it's six months down the line and you can't remember that great tool that you didn't need at that point in time, but suddenly a client project's come up that requires it or a problem's arisen. I need to, you know, what's the name of that debugger tool that Kelvin mentioned? Mm. You see what I mean? It's that type of functionality that can save you half an hour. But if it saves you half an hour, that's half an hour. You can be working on something productive rather yeah. than kind of going, oh, what was it? Oh, was it on Mashable? No, it wasn't on Mashable, you know. And that because of- just as a side mm. issue, I know we talked about yeah. Pacratius, but Delicious, which I'd kind of forgotten about, yeah. That is a social bookmarking site, but yeah. is it also a good way to just say you stumble upon, pardon the mm, pun, yeah. a really good site and think, oh, I must remember that. Uh, is it good to just whack it in delicious for your own use? Uh, yeah, I mean, it all depends on what you're using. There's other ones out there as well. There's like Pinboard as well. Mm. Or pe- a lot of people use like Instapaper and that type of thing. Which yeah, is I, do. I, I thing, use Instapaper, yeah. yeah. Um, and Pat Rattius will, you know, do it for Instapaper as well. But yeah, um, yeah I mean, I think generally different people work in different ways um but i think it's good to have some kind of means of 
um, keeping track of stuff that you found interesting that you might not need now, mm. but by the time you do need, you might have forgotten some of the details about how to go about you know, finding that. So, yeah, definitely worth exploring there. So hopefully some great tools that people might not have come across before and ones that certainly make my life a little bit easier and save me quite a bit of time. Thank you, Mr. Newman. And um, do you know what we're talking about on the next episode? Next episode... As he frantically searches da, the Google da, Doc da, da, again. Is, um, well, it's actually a bit of an Andy episode where we're going to be oh, talking yes. a bit about um, web TV and yeah. how that does some video podcasting and some of the stuff Andy's been up to recently mm. that I think is potentially really interesting for yeah. listeners. There's a career change for me, really. Well, or career shift. Well, a, career, a career bleed is uh, probably the best way of... <laughs> a bleed? Well, it's sort of smudging oh, over okay, into other yeah, areas. Okay, it's probably a bit enough. of a negative connotation yeah. than bleed. <laughs> anyway, um, thanks for listening to Fit Instead Marketing, brought to you by Site Visibility at sitevisibility.com. And we'll see you next time. Goodbye. Bye from me. Well, that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening. You can find us on the internet at www.internetmarketingpodcast.org where you'll find show notes, links and instructions on how to subscribe. We would absolutely love to get feedback, comments and questions from you. If you want to send an email, send it to kelvin.newman at sitevisibility.com. Also, feel free to comment on the website. And if you'd like to use our voice line number, if you're outside of the UK, it's plus four four one two seven three. 256 or 150 if you're inside the UK it's 01273 256 150 and you can leave a voice comment or question and we'll play it on the show also we would absolutely be delighted if you would give us a, a rating on iTunes itself well that's it for now Andy White signing off until next week on internet marketing What's new in podcasting? Here's what we love, courtesy of ACAST Recommends. On a scale of 1 to 10, with 1 being completely straight mm-hmm. and 10 being completely gay, what number are you? Um. You know, I don't think that you should rank how gay they are. I guess, I, you know, that's just a little of a red, just a flag for me. Come on, come out. A weekly podcast where real lesbians tell their real coming out stories. You can find Come On, Come Out on your favorite podcatcher out now. Go listen. ACAST, A-cast. 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 recommends. <laughs>